Hey gang, it's Tuesday night and we're recording. Oof, what a week for Bachelor Nation. Jesus Christ. We'll uh yeah, Do we've we got a lot to, to cover. Take this show out back and just shoot it. Man, I um I feel like Harrison like was like I got to make good on my promise to make this the most dramatic season ever, so I'll just be a giant racist asshole. Time to, <laughs> time to put this old dog to sleep, guys. <laughs> Something needs to we're change. Gonna send out yeah. A poll asking for your input on what new show we should start <laughs> right. covering because who conspiracy theory okay uh harrison and the producers purposefully screwed this season up so that they could be like look we had a black bachelor it was a disaster <laughs> yeah i mean that would be better than harrison just being an obtuse asshole which they it can, sounds like they can both be true <laughs> they set harrison up as the patsy but yeah all right so we talked about this last wednesday but a lot gang has happened in the interim um so yeah i assume most of you were following the news know what's up um so as we mentioned last week harrison released an initial apology then he released a second statement that went over two screens on Instagram. Whoa. And this that's, one. Guys, that's how you know he's really sorry. <laughs> he went on two screens. That's taking it seriously. You have to swipe what over. What more do y'all want? Right. You want him to not be racist? Three screens? Come on. I mean. Yeah. How many screens is this poor right. guy going to have to cover? How many screens is it going to take for people to know that he's really, truly sorry? Um, yeah, so the second uh, statement um, kind of echoes the first, except it also announces that he will be, quote, stepping aside for a period of time and will not join the After the Rose final special. So to me, this feels like ABC and Harrison. I didn't realize that he said he wasn't going to be at the After the Rose. Yeah, well, that's the first thing they can so affect. I feel like that's bullshit that they should like bring in Rachel Lindsay again and force Harrison to go like I feel like oh, Harrison always makes people show up so that he can like look like the big right white savior who's gonna like he he said that to Rachel he was mm -hmm. like you know me I'll ask the hard-hitting questions right. but who's gonna question Harrison that he should be in the hot seat that's an interesting idea so here's my thing is that I feel like, like, I don't mind, because a lot of people have said, like, Rachel should take over the show. I don't mind that in principle, or, like, in theory of her being the host, but I feel like The Bachelor has treated her like, here's our black friend. I think she's you out. Know? Like, That's she's what I mean. Done. I yeah. mean, she said as much, right. that she's done with the franchise as soon as she's contractually able to leave. Right. That's what I mean. Like, I don't think she wants to, and I think she deserves a better job than salvaging this stupid show <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from itself. But I do like the idea of, like, Harrison should have to answer for himself a little more. That might be more interest, like, be grilled by someone else. Um, so to me, this just seems like ABC and Harrison are like, let's hide you away for a little while till everybody calms down and then oh, we'll bring 100%. you back. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't seem like a solution or restitution at all. No. And I mean, Rachel even said that like after that initial interview, she was like, he thought that it went really well. Like he texted me and mm -hmm. said, uh, you know, some people might be a little angry, but <laughs> some people in the woke police, screw the woke police. <laughs> Well, guess what, Harrison? The woke police got you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, not surprising. I know it's not surprising. It's disappointing to... It's like how 
It's like being on any social media, I guess, but we have certainly cultivated our Twitter feed, especially to follow. I mean, you already said this, but Mm -hmm. follow people that have the general same politics and, you know, principles that we do. And, um, man, if you, if you take a deep dive and you don't even have to take a deep Mm -hmm. dive, just like if you click on any of the pictures and just read the general public comments. oof. Yeah. Well, I have to say, cause like, if you look at the comments on like Harrison's apologies or whatever, which weren't turned off on Instagram, people are like, he should have nothing to apologize for. Right. Well, the other thing I noticed is, yes, that's what I was going to say. Well, and listen, like, you can hate and or dislike an individual black celebrity for a variety of reasons, but the stuff people say about Rachel is just racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's got too many opinions and she's demanding it. She's right. angry. Like, it's just like straight up. She thinks she has re- so much power. Right. It's just straight up racist nonsense. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I will be interested to see what happens to me. So the, one of the other things that happened this week that I actually thought was great was a lot of the women from the season released like a joint statement that a bunch of them shared. And then some of the guys from Claire slash Tasha's season released a joint statement in support. And to me, like when you look around, it appears not to speak for these people, but it appears that a lot of the women, especially the women of color on the show have lost faith. If they ever had it in the show to like present them well. Yeah. And that, to me, is one of the reasons why Harrison, I think, needs to go. Because his job is partly, like, if you go to Chris Harrison as the lead or a contestant and say, like, hey, this is going on, you should expect him to be able to listen to you. And I feel like he demonstrated that he's not yeah. able to do that. You this know? is a point where, again, like, I feel like for us as outsiders... Um, you know, however, we, we might like to believe that that's not true. We are outsiders. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I, I have never understood the exact role that Harrison has mm-hmm. or how much autonomy or power he has in the show. Right. Um, and, and I do think that that's, um, you know, I think sometimes we see him as just kind of like another puppet and it's the producers and the showrunners who are wielding the real power. But then you look at something like that interview and it's like, man, nobody told you to say that shit. Right. I mean, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I agree that Harrison, you know, (laughs) needs to go. Gets to go. Um, I would not, I wouldn't put any faith in him to make me look good. If I were a contestant of any color. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is this show has a history of, I mean, it'll throw anybody under the bus unless it loves you. Like, I mean, that was one of the things that was blatant about defending Rachel Kirkconnell was it's like you will throw people under the bus left and right for shit that's less than this. especially shitty just because, like, nobody knows her. I mean, it's not like she's – not that that would make – give an excuse, you know, to defend someone, but, like – you, it's not like she's this beloved member of Bachelor Nation. Right. They said she's been around for five seasons right. of Paradise and, or whatever. And I can remember, I mean, for instance, Juan Pablo, who, you know, was an asshole uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like Harrison clearly disliked the guy. And I, he got in trouble, I believe, for making homophobic remarks. But I felt like Harrison almost couldn't wait to, like, rake him over the coals, yes. you know? Yep. So it's it's such an empty 
thing that he does to say like, oh, we owe her grace. Right. Well, that grace only extends to some people. And some of that is definitely, I think, race related. But I also think some of it is just personal preference. And mm-hmm. if he likes you, he, you know, he fights for you and he goes to bat for you. I th- happen to think that he likes Rachel Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think he screws her. Well, not him. Well, him personally, but also the show. I mean, they trot her out as this you know, black figure that's supposed to just, I mean, God, the hate that she must get. Right. And for what too? Like, I mean, she has, what is she getting for? Right. Thankfully she's found other places where she can, you know, work and hopefully is treated better. But that's kind of what I meant about her being the host is like, I wouldn't want to put her through that. Like it's not her job to save this show and to be like, here's the black face of the franchise guys. Like we're not racist. Well, I think you're right about going back to how much power Harrison has. Like, Harrison has to go, but it appears that other people have to go. I don't even know who else has to go. Well, exactly. Like, I think it goes so far up the chain. And I, again, like Harrison (laughs) has his own faults. And I would not, I'm not a Harrison apologist. Um, Like I said, he, you know, gave the interview that he gave, but... Um, I do think that sometimes he also takes the fall for the entire show being fucked up. Sure. Well, and that's interesting, too, because I'm almost a little part of me is kind of surprised that ABC is not like, yep, here's our race problem right here. It's Chris Harrison. Like to. <laughs> well, I, I think to some extent they were. You yeah. Know? I mean, I just feel like they're um, it seems like they're kind of like just brushing everything aside instead of just kind of throwing him to the lions as a way to not require a total overhaul of the show. Um, But yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know what this for an indefinite period of time means. I swear if he's gone for the, after the final rose and then he shows up at the bachelorette dressed in like traditional African garb, like Nancy Pelosi signing BLM legislation. I feel like, uh, is that reference lost on a lot of people? <laughs> Remember that when Nancy Pelosi like showed up to sign stuff for George Floyd wearing like traditional gone in robe. Meanwhile, Rachel released her own Instagram apology, um, which was maybe a little better than Harrison. Oh, I thought it was yeah. a thousand percent better, which is not. <laughs> it's All not that a high goes bar. to say is that Rachel probably has smarter. Pub, pub. Well, I can't imagine that she has a smarter publicist than Chris Harrison, but I guess she learned enough from the shit that he got that <laughs> she was like, well, that's not what I need to do. <laughs> well, it still doesn't, you know, it has, it had a statement that I thought actually what seemed to reflect some kind of thought or savvy or whatever, where she was like, I can't help but think about how sick people must be of reading these kind of statements. Correct. Um, no, I mean, I thought the whole thing was fine. What did you... Th- well, so here's the thing that um, I think still is, among other things, maybe lacking. She doesn't specifically say what happened, which is one of the things that you need to do yeah. in these kinds of... What she says, at one point, I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were, but she never says what it is. Well, I think that that's strategic on her part because the next time something else comes out, like that rally that she was at... 
she can just reissue the <laughs> Post same the same one again. Yeah, yeah right. She can, it's like me and my teaching philosophy statement. <laughs> just update the year and you're good to Put go. Put her back up again. I had to change it actually quite a bit this year to say stuff about the pandemic and it really pissed me off. <laughs> right. So this one, Rachel can just recycle over and over, over again. Over and over. Well, it's like Hannah Brown released this rambling video. That she, got... Hannah, can we remove Hannah Brown from the franchise? Right. I mean, damn. Hannah Brown, who also went to an antebellum-themed <laughs> party, by the way. Correct. Yeah, but just like... <laughs> to no one's surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one was shocked. Um, yeah, but hers was just like, this has been my journey. Like, it was just all about her, and it said nothing specific at all. Um, so, you know, at least Rachel's is slightly more, um, slightly more specific than that. And again, you know, these aren't apologies... For me, like I can't say whether they're acceptable or not, but as a genre. Rachel Kirkconnell said, if you are not a person of color, I don't care if you accept my apology. Oh, did she? She, This apology is not for you. Oh, okay. Uh, Is it in the statement? Guess what, Ryan? No, it was after because I guess a bunch of white people were like, I still don't accept what you're doing right now. And she said, no offense, but. I don't really need you to yeah. accept this apology. And she doesn't. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Yeah. What am I rambling what on about? What a pillar of strength. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody. I'm going to weigh in on this. Well, that's good because I know um, a lot of people encourage those um, contestants to like shut down annoying people in their comments. So yeah. that's uh, that's good to see at least. But again, she doesn't need my opinion. Nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah, nobody. Certainly not you, not the black community, not anybody. All right. Show? Yeah, sure. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck this show. I know, this honestly. This can suck a D yeah. and go, go to bed. Uh, that, this, it does, Um, I got to say, I, <laughs> I promise it's not race related. It's taken me a while to get to this point. I don't like Matt. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him as a person. I feel like he's not doing a good job as The Bachelor. Why the fuck are you giving somebody the first impression, Rose, and then never asking them on a one-on-one and asking fucking Serena P? Like, come on. You... You know better than that. He right. did Abigail wrong. He did Abigail wrong. That's true. And now I feel like he did a couple of these girls wrong. Agreed. And so I will. I think we both agree that he, along with the women, that he handled Heather pretty well in sending her ass home. Uh, I don't agree with okay. that. I think that it was shitty of him to just laugh really loud and be like, Piper, I'll talk to you in a second. Sure, sure. That was shitty. And like, to and then just people sort were of... like, oh, Piper's being so angry and mean, which I do agree she was kind of rude. But like, Matt, Matt is not making choices. So this gets back to my big theory, my big conspiracy theory. Okay. Matt is not making choices and the producers are foisting things on these girls that are making it hard for them to behave in a way that I think is is um, positive. Sure. I mean, that's that's definitely true. Well, and people were getting, some people were getting real mad about the way the girls treated Heather. But oh like, my God. what are you, what are you doing, Heather? Like walking in, and those girls were totally right in the sense that they were like, we're like going to get engaged in two weeks. Are you ready for that? I feel Heather? like there was some snarkiness that <laughs> yeah. didn't need to happen. A hundred percent. Like they had the opportunity to be the bigger person. And some of the girls, <coughs> Jacinia 
and Piper um, and some of the other ones too. I mean, they didn't take it. Mm-hmm. But I that to me was just like human nature. And guess what? The producers slash Matt have like pushed them and prodded sure. mm-hmm. at them and needled them this entire season. So like no shit they're not going to be nice to Mormon Barbie when she comes in right. and is like, hi, I'm a beautiful blonde white woman. Although I also don't think Heather's that pretty. Um like, Matt, can I steal you for a second? And Heather was rude, too. Like, she did yeah. not acknowledge Piper. Right. She didn't mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I know this is crazy, but here I am in my right. white minivan. Yeah. So, like, fuck you. I, I mean, again, it's the same argument. Like, they're supposed to extend grace to Heather, even though Heather's in the wrong here. Like, yeah. no. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And let's also be honest. You would not take the opportunity to be the bigger person to Heather. Me, <laughs> if she waltzed in, you personally, I would yeah. be leading the pack right. against Heather. Against Heather, as you should. So no, here, no, no. I mean, I feel like if, like, if Katie were there, uh, Katie Bachelorette, Katie, not mm-hmm. my friend Katie, she would also be a bitch to Heather. No, I think Katie would just be reading over in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Katie, um, Bachelor contestant Katie. Mm-hmm seemed to have an uncanny ability to rise above the shit. Mm-hmm. I I think that 99% of people on this show were like, you're already exhausted. You're on this shitty season. Right. Where you have to be at the Nema colon all season instead mm-hmm. of going on like, like, okay, let's get out of here and right. go to Australia. Exactly. Like, yeah. Hey, let's get out of Time here. Time to go to Botswana, go everybody. Do yeah. Tantric yoga and the colon <laughs> gym. Where you've already been working out all week. Um, I just think like how how high are our expectations that we're surprised that the ladies are like, you know what? Fuck this. No, and actually that is a great point that I don't think has been brought up enough, which is um like, think about how terribly we all behave in quarantine. Oh, yeah. And, like, these people are like essentially... The shining. Yeah, exactly. They're all living the same situation. Like, honestly, it's amazing they haven't all killed each other yet. And it's <laughs> yeah. amazing that our family hasn't all killed each other yet. So let alone, like, these people in this pressure box situation. So here was another thing that irritated me about Heather, um, aside from everything else that Heather did, was she kept talking about how, like... Hannah Brown told me that we would be so good together and I learned about you and your heart. What, Heather? What what about Matt would be you never say right. like you just say I heard we would be great together. I learned about you. No specifics and at all. Like that's so stupid too. Right. I mean, big fucking deal. Also, Hannah Brown has known Matt for a year and a half, two years. Like, right. gosh, I wonder what it was about this that's happening right now that prompted you to fly across the country. Oh, buy your own airplane ticket. Big fucking deal. Yeah, right. Like, I feel like they kept, like, they acted like Heather was so put out by all this. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, Heather, you're a big girl. You bought an airplane ticket. Right. You sprung it. for extra to rent the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I could have rented uh, a compact. And j- don't tell me, like, because she said too, I'm really bummed that I couldn't be here earlier because who's to say what could have happened? Well, we also never got an explanation for why she didn't just come in with the initial group. Correct. Or why she didn't show her ass up day three. When they were filming, and I feel like it wouldn't have been, or whatever, like instead of at week six, like come in with the second wave, like right, you had 
two previous chances to get on this show. Honestly, three, if it really was just about Matt, because Hannah Brown was quarantining with him Mm -hmm. for months. So you, ma'am, can fuck off. (laughs) Well, and like, this show is ridiculous and that anyone is ready to get engaged after, what, six, eight weeks or whatever. But the idea that you could waltz in and be ready to get engaged in a week, and she was like, yeah, I totally am. I'm total- I've never kissed anyone. Well, guess what? You can kiss this opportunity goodbye. Heather. Right. Or you can't because you're not going to kiss one. it. Good Thank one. you. Thank you. Oh, I have another one. Ready? You missed this train, Heather. You caught the last train uh, on the last season, but you missed this train. Was she on a train? Yeah, last that's season? when we saw her last. She had to like get on that train oh, and ride away. Do you remember that? Kind Waving of. her scarf. Kind of. <laughs> Farewell. Ugh. <laughs> Never been kissed. <laughs> Josie Grossy. So yeah, she Matt sends her away, which ultimately, I mean, I give Matt some credit here. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do when you're blindsided like this? He made the right choice to not. Um, to not keep her around and he did reassure the women afterwards because they also made a good point which is like he said he could see his wife in this room so what does that mean if like he's adding more people right at this point like it must just be the well, room that gets then. to why i don't like <laughs> matt just enjoy i mean you and i both said last week i feel like the most excited we've ever seen him was I do think that he had fun on that date with Michelle. I mm-hmm. think they have chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like he got really excited when Tyler sure. was there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, he either needs to pick Michelle, which I don't think happens, mm-hmm. or Tyler. Right. <laughs> which I also don't think happens. Yeah, which I think those two would just bro, like in a bromance for the rest of their lives would be great together. And this has happened before with certain, ba- like I feel like Peter was a little bit, um, I guess, I mean, it is... It is a an interesting question of like what is the ideal bachelor because I would wager that maybe they pick these guys who are a little more malleable, some might say spineless, mm-hmm. like Peter uh, like honestly, I feel like Colton was that way until yeah. he snapped, and then they didn't know how to handle it. Like they were like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this beast is loose from the lab." I yeah, think they pick. <laughs> <laughs> He's broken his shackles. Yeah, it's like Frankenstein's like monster running away. Rex that escapes in <laughs> right. that dress in that new Jurassic Park. Colton likes to hunt. <laughs> They, they thought <laughs> they thought if they just left a goat chained out for him that he'd be fine. <laughs> oh, but um I mean, I think they choose that type of person because they can direct them sure. a little more. Yeah. But what it means for us as the viewer is just that you have to watch this kind of like bland, spineless mm-hmm. guy like not make choices, not, I mean, I did, as you said, Matt did handle it well eventually, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I'm, I'm just not, I, I, God, when was the last time that I liked a bachelor? Sure. It's been forever. Yeah. No. So I mean, what, like Nick, you kind of liked? I did kind of like Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, we're looking at like, 10 seasons season of, upon season yeah and the bachelorette has not been that way like, no yeah i liked Tasha a lot mm-hmm. i liked rachel i i liked hannah b as the bachelor even though i didn't think i was going to mm-hmm. like i don't know it, that is it's an interesting kind of dynamic where 
almost feel like they pick these stronger female bachelorettes and then uh, they go weaker with the guys. Mm -hmm. They go just blander. And that's the thing is like, I don't love or hate Matt. I'm fine with him. But that said, he's still my favorite bachelor like the last six seasons. Why? <laughs> Just to, because I'm ambivalent about him as opposed to disliking him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that I love him. I'm just saying, like, I've disliked so many of the bachelors. Like, if I were to rank them from the past 10 seasons, he would be in the top two or three just because I he's not. I think him not... and Peter are more similar than... Uh... Than you would want to believe. I mean, we have to meet Matt's mom to find out. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, part I think of, Matt's mom is a Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah, I think that too. I think I've heard the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know Oof. what? You preferring Matt over Peter is reverse racism because <laughs> they're the same person. Harrison told me that I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I'm doing what I've accused other people of oh. doing. Is that racist, Ryan? I don't know. Who's to say? Are we to say? Who's to say? Nobody can say except me saying this isn't racist. <laughs> Jesus, Harrison. Just, uh, I just need you to give me some grace. <laughs> Man, there's also, I, we should have mentioned this earlier. I assume most of our fans, we ref, we alluded to it, but if you haven't listened to the higher learning with Rachel Lindsay, where she talks about the interview, it's worth checking out. Her, she has a, I didn't even know she has another podcast called Higher Learning. Mm. And if you listen to like the first 30 minutes of the Chris, well, the one that's about Chris Harrison, like she does not hold back at all. No, she yeah. never does. That's, yeah. why, that's why people hate her. Right. <laughs> for having an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> for not holding back. Right. Oh, um, man. All right. So, yeah, he kicks Heather, Matt kicks Heather to the curb. Um, and then. What? Oh, I did like Piper accused uh, Heather of bachelor hopping, which I thought was pretty. Uh, You're just pretty funny. <laughs> I I mean I will say um, I did think that the girls were <laughs> were not their best in this Heather scene. Sure. I mean, it's again this season just feels a little bit like a kind of a perfect storm of like boring dates. I don't. I, I don't like any of the girls that well. And again, some of that might just be because I don't know them that sure. well. Yeah. Like I liked Michelle. Mm -hmm. um, I liked, I like Brie. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know. I, I don't feel particularly like taken with any of them. Sure. Well, and like you said, it's just we don't know them because how much time do we have the to watch fucking Victoria? This stupid yeah. Shit. yeah. Yeah. Well, and right. And then like instead of getting to know them, we have to watch Heather quarantine. For an episode. Yeah, I mean, and you're right. The girls weren't at their best, but as we said, like, you're tired. How many times are they going to drag new women into the show right. to make you? I mean, how many times can you shake the ants and in the jar? And then expect them to just right. be like, oh, hey. Right. Oh, I love getting fucked about by the producers over and over again. Welcome. Yeah, no, I agree. I did. So another thing that Matt did that I thought was a good move was... He picked up his conversation with Piper after he sends Heather home. I mean, he should have done a little more care of Piper before he talked to Heather, but I did think that was a nice play. It is. It just annoys me because I feel like immediately the girls were like, oh my God, he's just the best. Like, I'm so <laughs> turned on by him right now. Why? Because he met some like low standard of human decency. As we've talked about all season, that's all we have anymore. It's right. like sad that like <laughs> these basics, like he was a basic, decent human. He's the greatest. It's like 
it goes back to that other what Victoria C who like threw up on that date and Peter brought her a glass of water and she was like I've never had anyone right. take care of me like no this. No one's ever been this nice to me before. Well, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. Um all right. So she walks out with Matt after he kicks Heather out and one of the girls whispers he's taking her ass home. <laughs> And they were like, are they kissing? Like, no, they are not kissing. Well, I liked how earlier in the uh, show, when they're still observing them together, one of the girls says, it looks like she's trying to flirt. (laughs) I noted that comment, too. Uh, I feel like that's what you would say (laughs) if I was trying to flirt with like, oh, he's trying to flirt. Oh, bless it. That's why you're really not worried about me having an affair, because you've seen me try to flirt before. I've seen your flirtation. You've seen my game. Yeah. Um, okay, so they go out. She has to drive herself away in the minivan. <laughs> do you think, what kind of features are we looking at in this minivan? Do you think the doors were automatic in the back? It looks pretty basic. She's got seat warmers, you think? I mean, we love our Honda Odyssey. We do love Sponsor it. Sponsor us, Honda. Oh, yeah, psh, take us away. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we get the rose ceremony. Uh, Serena C and Chelsea are cut. No big surprise. Uh, called it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means we're left with Brie, Rachel, Serena P, Kit, Jacinia, and Abigail. Oh, poor Abigail. God, no joke. I know. So, all right. Serena walks out. Oh, yeah. Serena C walks out and Rachel, racist Rachel, shouts love you i'm proud of you for being a bitch for what what are we proud of serena c for being Uh, mean i mean uh um all right harrison tells the ladies that it is a good week to have some (laughs) one-on-ones so i have to say i mean here's the other thing that we sort of have alluded to but haven't really talked about is now it's just fucking jarring to see Harrison walk in. Like I was half surprised that they didn't just, you know, digitally replace him with Christopher Plummer. You know, I really wanted oh, to make you, that joke on doing, Twitter. Yeah. yeah it's done, it still doesn't right. work. No, no, no. Keep it. All right. Keep it. Still doesn't work. Everybody no. remembers when you replace Kevin Spacey. Nobody remembers that. Right? <laughs> Everybody. No, nobody. Everybody remembers. But to the larger point. I'm glad you got to make that joke. Jesus Christ. I just had to shove it in. So here's, but the larger point is, I feel like what has happened is, and I'm not sympathetic to ABC at all, but like now this season is a slow motion train wreck in which we have to watch Harrison continue to waltz around right. like nothing is wrong and watch Matt slowly eliminate yeah, women yeah, towards yeah. Rachel. You yeah, know, you like to watch I just. Harrison try to be charming. Right. Like the more, the closer it gets to Matt supposedly, allegedly, possibly choosing Rachel. Right. Uh, well, this is exactly what happened on the Garrett season, just with slightly less snafus mm-hmm. from Harrison. Because I feel like people, like I liked Becca okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like her much more now post show. Right. But if you know that the lead chooses someone who sucks, yeah, like, and, but, and it's not to say that that hasn't happened before. I mean, again, I feel like that happened with Becca. I feel like that happened with Hannah. Once word got out that Jed at least, you know, made it pretty far. Mm-hmm. It, you're right. It makes it a a slowly moving train wreck. Yeah. 
Yeah, and poor Heather's on the back of the train, just ready to go. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, so what happens next? We got a, a date? Yep, we've okay. got a date card that comes. Jacinia and Abigail are the only girls who haven't had one-on-ones, so naturally you're expecting <laughs> possibly Abigail, right. who's like, Seems to be a saint. And right. I'm like, please pay attention to me, Mad. Like, you yeah. gave me the first impression, Rose, and then have ignored me for been, like, waiting seven weeks. This yeah. whole time. Because even Jacinia, I feel like, got some, a little more like one-on-one time with him after he chose her instead of MJ. Right, yeah. All that had to happen was MJ had to be a monster. <laughs> Abigail should have just, like, been the victim of more... Uh, <laughs> abuse from some of these other women so she could get some attention well i do feel like that ultimately is his excuse for why he's cutting her is like you were too nice like faded into the background Mm -hmm. and didn't demand attention and right (laughs) sorry now i'm in love with this racist (laughs) um so yeah Yeah. she abigail does not get the one-on-one um serena p gets the one-on-one and he asks can our love go deeper can we do some deep dickin? <laughs> DD. And she's like, oh, Dungeons and Dragons? No, deep dickin. So he says that the reason why he gives her the one-on-one is because he feels like he has been friend-zoned with her. Uh, that sounds like an excuse. Right. Well, And what is that? I don't know what that's based on. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of shit we don't see. Right. But... I don't know what interactions that's based on. Well, also based on what happens on this date, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it does seem though like they don't have a ton of physical chemistry. But that's like, I would argue um, that it almost exposes that as more of a lie because he still gives her a hometown date. Like, I think he mm-hmm. really, I, I think he likes her. Um and just wanted to go on another date with her. Yeah, no, I agree. So the date is tantric yoga. Yikes. Yeah, and so the first, this is one of your nightmare dates. These I mean, are we've, all my nightmare We've dates. talked about other this before. Other than the before. fair, like. Sure, the I'm fair, dead. yeah, and the rage room four seasons ago. But other than that, <laughs> when are they going to have a kitten lounge I feel like date? I like the date where of him and Kit just baking cookies, but I just wouldn't want you to be there. Exactly. Can yeah, I just, just do you this bake cookies. <laughs> Um, yeah, so their first thing they're going to do is throw a little bit of a tantrum. That's how you get into tantric. That's what Sting does every time before one of his 12-hour tantric love sessions. How about the yoga teacher wearing that romper? <laughs> I wasn't paying was attention like to yoga, the romper. like a onesie, kind of adult onesie. <laughs> That's uh, yoga gear. That's what they wear. So Serena is like me, and she says, this date is not for me. (laughs) I would not have chosen this for our date today. Yeah, and I actually like this um, because she says, like, I'm not an overly affectionate person, especially in public. And usually, especially they do this more on the group dates, but they're like, I just want to see, you know, the bachelor. Bachelor is like, I'm going to put him in a tough position. I want to see who can roll with it and have fun with it. And Serena P was like, I did not enjoy that. I also think uh, one of the things that this date also makes me question with Matt is like, um, yeah, this whole time she's talking about how she didn't enjoy it. And he's like, oh, I was super into it. Like, could he not read her (laughs) discomfort at all? Because I feel like you could take me on one of these dates and in five minutes be like, 
okay, like she's doing this, but right. she's not having Well, fun. first of all, I would have already known not to do this with you at this mm, point. It's taken a while. It's taken a while. That's fair. If I did, if I were in a situation where I were dating 20 women, which is a laughable situation. I feel like there have been dates within at least the last year or two where you think it's a good idea and I'm like, no. Which the date where we get sushi and go to the movies or the date where we get sushi and get a foot rub? I feel like there was one date and I can't remember what it was, but we kept having to reschedule it. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Was it a cooking class? Well, yeah, that was a couple years. That was like five years ago. That was not five years Yes, it was because we lived two houses ago. That's how I know. Yeah. Yeah, and you I'm pretended just saying, that don't you act like it's you know you pretended that you didn't get a hold of the babysitter to, in order to cancel it. I don't remember that. Yeah. Did I really That's, do that? Uh, pretty much. Shut yeah. up. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's pretty like oh, I didn't realize the babysitter called and canceled yesterday. Whoops. No. Something in that. I wouldn't that lie about that. I feel like I would just say I don't want to go. Well, I think you also said you didn't want to well. go. But anyways, um, Serena P does not want to be here, and you're right. And this whole date is supposed to be about like connection and like intimacy and matt's just like oh you didn't have fun i didn't realize like to his credit after the fact he's like oh i feel horrible that you were so uncomfortable but like mm, read the room dude. yeah yeah could you not read that emanating in waves off of her all right so while they're doing deep breaths and pda yoga <laughs> a group date card comes and the group date is is Piper, Michelle, Rachel, Brie, Kit, and Abigail. And Abigail's poor Abigail. Yeah. Like her face just falls. I feel like all of the girls are like, yep, that sucks. Yeah. Well, and again, I just don't get, I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but like, how do you go from the first impression rose to just like fizzling out? Like this, because I feel like other mm-hmm. people have gotten the first impression rose and not made it to the end, but oh, they got to you, interact usually, with but the at bachelor. Least you at least get a one-on-one, right? Yeah, you at least get some time with the bachelor. Yeah. So that means that Jacinia is going on the other one-on-one, mm-hmm. and the um, date card for the group date says "Love will always find a way," and the group date just ends up being. A fucking cocktail party, right. so it well, doesn't matter. This is part of what you're getting at is like, that's the group date. Like, in, like there's not even a day date. It's just we're going on a cocktail party. About whether there was a day date portion that we didn't get to see, right. or if it was just a night date. I mean, they would have showed us the day date because Jesus Christ, so much of this was boring. That like, <laughs> how boring was that day date that they didn't show it to us? Yeah, um, so Serena does get a rose, which means that she has secured a hometown mm-hmm. date. Hometown date, yep. He says that I could 100% see myself falling in love with Serena. And then we're off to the night date at the Nema <laughs> The cocktail party is just they go into another room at Those the Nema Colon. <laughs> nights. <laughs> That'd be a great, that sounds like an eagle There's song gonna, or something. Yeah. Nema Colon nights. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Nema Colon nights. <laughs> you can check out anytime you like Such and you have to leave. <laughs> Oh Chris man. Harrison in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. Yeah. Um 
Matt tells the women that they're going to need to have some tough conversations that night, mm-hmm. which means that he and Rachel talk a lot about race. JK. All right. So uh, what kind of things have you done in your past that might cause a problem in our relationship? Right. He also says, I'm just trying to make sure I'm not missing anything. <laughs> well, guess what? Man? You're going to miss a big one, buddy. Yeah. And I mean, again, to be fair to Matt, like, what question would you ask that yeah. would reveal this? How do you feel about antebellum right. cosplay? <laughs> yeah. How many old South parties have you been to? Oh. How many offensive costumes have you dressed up in? Right. I mean, this is, as people have pointed out, this is all on casting to not catch yeah. this. All these problems coming down the pike. Um, but I... Again, I question, like, I think it's a little bit like the casting of Lee. Did they not catch it or did they know exactly what they were doing? Sure. (laughs) Essentially decided to say, fuck you to Rachel and fuck you to Matt. Right. And just be like, let's put this racist bitch Sure, yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, who knows, but it's a fuck up either way. Well, yeah, of course. No, I'm not. (laughs) No, no, I know. I'm not excusing it, but I I also am not completely sold on the idea that production just had no idea. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know how to use Instagram. That that guy Lee was going to be racist. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who could have guessed that James Taylor would storm the Capitol? Um, all right. So Bree, oh, Bree tells him that she quit her job to stay on yeah, the show. Yeah, God. Come on, Brie. Bad choice. And not just her job, but like her dream job. Yeah. Because I mean, I get it if it's like, yeah, I had this drone office job and I wanted to live my life. So I'm doing this. But like, yeah, you should have stuck with your dream and job, like, Brie. Use that as an excuse to like Ali Fedotowski. Right. that, I feel like, as a reason to be like, right. peace out, Jake I'm Pavelka. done. Right. Yeah. I'm done. Well, and like, I mean, Brie, I got it. You need a man who will uh, come to you and your dream job and not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Man. All right. So Brie has quit her job. Um, Michelle just basically says that she's 100% committed to him. Let's see. He talks, he talks with Abigail and mm-hmm. it ends up with her being cut. Yeah. Um, he says, I can't see the possibility of a future with you. Um, that he got too comfortable with her and pursued other relationships, and he doesn't want to lie or lead her on. Well, guess what? You've <laughs> too done late, exactly my friend. That. Yes, too late. I mean, at least he gets rid of her at this point, but he has no choice. I mean, he should have figured this one out sooner. That's what annoys me too with him is um, he does this thing a little bit with Abigail where. I just think it takes him a beat too long, to be honest. Like, he lets her Uh talk a lot and almost kind of, like, embarrass herself a little bit. And I feel like there have been a few other situations. He doesn't seem to... For as much as he talks about, like, wanting to be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. he's... I'm not going to say that he seems incapable of having, like, an honest conversation I don't think that he likes having hard conversations. Right. Well, and I think you've you've hit the nail on the head with like, he'll do it, but it takes like one conversation too many. Like she has to be the one to be like, okay, what? Like I honestly wish that she had just said, I was really confused by Mm -hmm. the fact that Serena already had a one-on-one and I haven't had one. So why, like, why didn't I get one? Uh 
But instead, she has to beat around the bush and, like, flatter him and be like, I think you're such a great guy. And even then, he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, she has to kind of, like, pull it out of him. He's like that guy that won't just break up with you and instead is going to, like, withdraw and Mm -hmm. be a dick and, like... Act like an asshole until you break up with them. If he could have ghosted her at the Nima colon, he would have. There's just nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he's he, sorry, Abigail. He's hiding behind the curtains right oh, now. Good. Yeah. Um, no. So again, poor Abigail. Um, all right. So uh, she she goes. Um, yeah. She gets walked out. Um, he talks to Rachel a little. He asks if her mom will grill him next week. Um, so essentially just uh, making the assumption that he is right. giving her a hometown date. Right. He says, uh, when I'm not around you, I'm thinking about you. You just make me smile. Yeah, that won't last, buddy. <laughs> Think about you in that old Southern garb. <laughs> I do declare. Just makes me smile. <laughs> oh, man. It is, it is going to be an interesting after the final rose. Uh, we will <laughs> We will see what happens. Though now we have to watch this like inauthentic women tell all situation again like right like i said i mean just we have to watch harrison it's, it's, it's that's just the gonna other... be like all victoria because rachel yes. wasn't there oh right because she's still yeah she's still like in it oh right because harrison and like way at the end of rachel Lindsay's interview was like oh don't worry we talk about this at the women tell all but how can they no, he didn't say that. Oh, I that. thought he, he made she, like incident, he said she is not at the women tell all, but I will ask her at that oh, after the final rose. I thought he said some kind of like empty promise uh-uh. about how they talk no, about some of this stuff. No, he explicitly says that okay. she's not there. Okay. Um, yeah. So Kit tells Matt to think of her as a quote-unquote long-term investment <laughs> because she wants to wait until she is 25 before she has kids (laughs) can you wait matt can you hold out that long so one of my friends texted a photo that i guess kit had brought up from her instagram of her as like a preteen meeting taylor lautner in the twilight days she's like eight and Uh taylor lautner looks like a man and she's a child Right, when, because I think of Taylor Lautner as like... A child. Right, as a child, yes. Correct. So like, he looks like a grown-up. She's like the child looking to yes. the child that and I remember. And we're grandparents. Yeah. Yes. We are very old indeed. Yeah, because the fact I barely know who Taylor Lautner is, but he's like he's a generation. <laughs> he's the wolf to Rob Pattinson's vampire. He's the teen wolf, if you will. And he dated Taylor Swift, Taylor and Taylor. Well, I mean... And they were in that movie Valentine's Day together. Oh. Did Taylor Swift write a song about him? No. You gotta be pissed if you date Taylor Swift and you don't get a song. I think they dated. They weren't written just about in you. Valentine's Day together. I think they dated. We, I mean, that would be, at this point, one of the reasons you'd want to date her is so you get a song. I'm Googling Okay, Taylor look it up dated. and see. Taylor and Taylor. Taylor? It's just too perfect. Give us the goss, the hot goss from 10 years ago. Taylor Lautner, August, two, well, this is why, August 2009 to November 2009. Oh, that's nothing. I that's don't even nothing. Count. Yeah. Took Ryan that long to admit that he even liked me. <laughs> Longer than that. Although, to be fair, she wrote a lot of songs about John Mayer, and they only dated from November to February. When did she, what songs are about John Mayer? Dear I'm, John. 
I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. Now that you uh, mentioned the title, I understand, but... Okay, I don't know that one. What other songs are about John Mayer? I don't know. Also, who didn't John? Like, what? How is John Mayer getting this many women? I just don't understand. Uh, talking, Do you find speaking him... of racist fucks, right? Yeah, John Mayer is the who <laughs> Well, do you think I that he's run through the halls of my <laughs> school? Oh, what a dick! Do you think that he's attractive? No. Yeah, that's the thing. I've given specific friends, shout out Rachel, shit for thinking that he's attractive. I think she, I hope I was right about that. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and and she owns it now. Rachel, how can you think that John Uh, Mayer is so attractive? That's really, uh, that's a little bit against her type, but I swear I think she admitted that. Yeah, she's more of the Taylor Lautner and Twilight type. Everybody read the Jessica Simpson book and was like, oh my God, I can't believe John Mayer is such a dick. And I was like, yeah, he's been a dick for yeah, years. Yeah, nobody's surprised by he that. He has been terrible. When he gave that awful Rolling Stone interview, yeah. and then he was like, I've just been hanging out with a lot of stand-up, so I was kind of testing out my stand-up material. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, boy. sure, John Mayer, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> just workshopping that, some material. dick is racist. Right. It's so funny. Yeah, right. Good one. <laughs> I love that observational humor. He sucks. Yeah. He does suck. And now he's like part of the Grateful Dead. (laughs) Which is just bizarre to me. Oh, John Mayer. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Kit says she's a long-term investment. Matt says, thank you for sharing that. Uh, And that he does not have a five-year growth trajectory planned out. Kit's got a vision board. She's got a whole thing planned out in her American Girl journal of where she wants to be five years from now. Uh, group date Rose goes to Rachel. <laughs> and to add insult to injury, he also has planned a little mini one-on-one date right. for Rachel. On top of that, he's like, see you all later. I've got something planned for the rest of the evening. They go and dance to Aloe Black. Which I saw a few people Twitter on saying they had heard of this person. So apparently this is not a totally obscure musician but and again the fact that i have not heard of a musician says nothing about whether they are famous or not <laughs> are you on the all. new t-swift album? <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> um the girls are all crying and one of them says that this feels like a dagger to the chest <laughs> dagger straight to the heart um yeah Be so swift after after this, uh, Kit comes to Matt's place. She does. Yeah, which I think this was a good move. It feels like she's trying to like br- leave him before he can cut her, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is well played, Kit. I like that move. Um, and she basically says, like, I thought I would have the clarity I needed before hometowns. Hometowns isn't a figure it out situation. It's the rest of your life situation. Mm-hmm. It's basically a, it's not you, it's me move. She says that he deserves. Well played, Kit. Someone who's 100% sure, and that's not me. Right. Well, plus she's got to go home and plant her victory garden and collect rations of tinfoil. That's not Kit. (laughs) Oh, right. Kit's the Great Depression. Well, this Kit, Bachelorette Kit, Bachelor Contestant Kit is Samantha. Okay. She's got to go back to her gold bed in New York City. <laughs> That's I've got to go check on my poor friend, Nellie. <laughs> I'm such a good person for taking on a poor friend. Nellie? Nessie? 
Nelly. No, Nessie is the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go check on Nessie, my monstrous friend oh, in the deep. <laughs> you know what, Kit? For as much bitching as you did about being so famous as a young child, you met Taylor Lautner, so shut up. <laughs> that uh, cancels out any in- discomfort you had. You got yeah. to meet Taylor Lautner. What are you whining about? <laughs> Oh, my mom was never there for me. You got to go to the Twilight premiere. <laughs> Every tween's dream. I mean, can you imagine? What was this? Probably like 2009. You get to go to the Twilight premiere. Like your head would have exploded. I was too old for Twilight. No, I know. But I'm saying like if you were this age and you were the one who got to go see the Twilight premiere. I guess. I don't know. Uh, you put yourself in, in young kids' shoes. I lack empathy. You have to leave your gold bed, <laughs> drive in your gold <laughs> Rolls Royce. All right. Um, yeah, Kit leaves, and we have the final one-on-one of the season, thank God, with Jacinia, mm-hmm. who, again, like, I don't even have hardly any notes for this, because Jacinia, it's not going to be you, like... Again, you just get to this point where, well, I will say I did have a, I did have a shocker at the end of this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're drifting, which is apropos. I, <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Sometimes in love, your relationship drifts, just like our relationship is, Jacinia. Um, I believe it's called Tokyo Drifting. I saw a whole film about it. I knew you were going to make that joke. It doesn't make it, but I have. I to have make in it. my notes Ryan joke Tokyo drift. <laughs> but see, it would have been disappointing if I wouldn't have made no, a Tokyo I drift. I would have pulled myself together. <laughs> <laughs> would you have? Here's the question, though. In an alternate timeline, I don't make the joke. Would you have made it? In an alternate reality, <laughs> in another world. Ugh. Imagine it. Too many people are talking about these alternate realities. I just read a book about it. Just an, another one. Yep, other than that Dark Matter book yeah. that you told me was only for boys. I didn't say it was only for That's boys. That's a boy book. I feel like you don't always like that kind of stuff. Well, if you're reading books about periods, then I can read books about <laughs> alternate realities. And I was told that was a woman's book. <laughs> <laughs> and look how knowledgeable you yeah. are now about menstruation. I can answer questions that our eight-year-old is posing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know all about periods. Period experts. <laughs> Ladies, come and ask me anything. Let's have an honest rap sesh. You know my app on my phone, babe, that I track when, you know, I'm fertile. And I'm not fertile when I'm menstruating. That's probably too much information for your ears. No. But I know I'm menstruating. I can't pronounce it, but I know what it means. I mean... <laughs> I mean too many syllables for this... Poor little country I mean, boy. I can... What was the alternate oh, reality book? That Midnight Library book. Oh. oh, our listener Amory was reading it too. Oh, eh, three, it was okay. Like three and a half stars. I bumped it up to four. Okay, but you rounded up, but not really. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it was one of those books that everybody loved and oh, so uplifting. Uh-huh. Not really. Not really uplifting at all. I mean, it was yeah. fine. Okay, it was okay. okay. Um, so. I thought at first when the race car pulled up that Matt was like driving the race car real impressively, but it turns out it was his buddy Antonio showing them how to do some drifting. I liked Antonio. Yeah, me too. Um, And really the date is just Matt and Jacinia running into shit with the car. (laughs) Which did look fun. Uh, I feel like they could have really... I think that Matt seems like a daredevil, like... Mm -hmm. 
not knocking over, uh, turning over that four wheeler. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like they could have had a lot of fun with Matt as the bachelor if they had been able to travel. That's a great point. Right, is how much of like this kind of boring season is the fact that it's fucking boring to stay know, in one place. I know, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, if they would, I mean, it looks like they go skydiving in a couple of episodes. But yeah, like how many adventures could they have gone on? I do. I mean, Jacinia wanted someone. She said she wanted someone playful and thrill seeking. Later, they uh, kiss on the hood of the car like it's a fucking She's white like, snake video. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> she tells him uh, she's falling in love with him, and he says, Thank you for sharing that with me. Oh God, that just you tears got to your, go. That tears your fucking heart in. Oh, half. does it? Does yeah. it? If someone says I love you and they just they say thank yeah. you, it's awful. It's an awful. Can thing you to even do. imagine? Who would do such a thing? Yeah, what a monster. Who would do such a thing? Yeah. Um. Yeah, he says that they're missing the love that he needs to mm-hmm. feel going into hometowns. Yep, and it's true. Yeah. No, I mean it is true, and that's again. They didn't get a lot of time together. It doesn't seem like... I mean, I liked Jacinia fine, but it doesn't seem like she's the one. Yeah, so. I liked her all right. I felt like it was kind of snaky how she, like, makes a big deal about how MJ's a big bullier. And then as soon as Heather comes in, she's like, the bullier, the... The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the bullied becomes the bully. Yeah. How ironic. You're yeah, I mean, she was being pretty mean to old poor old Heather. Nah. And here's the thing that I'll say about Heather. I'll just say one more thing. Okay. It's like pulling the fur off a kitten. Like, Heather <laughs> wasn't trying to be bold. You know, uh-huh. I mean, Heather... It's like kicking a puppy. It is a little yeah. bit. Yeah, like... I don't know. I feel like all they had to do was like look at her the wrong way. And she was like, I've never been treated like this. Yeah, but don't you think some of that is Heather's fault for being so naive it to is, think she could waltz in there? But that's the thing is I, I do actually truly think that it comes from a place of naiveness. And naivete. Naivete, yeah. if you will. And not, will. Um, not like entitlement. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would walk in there and would be like, I've already been a contestant on the show. Like, I know what's what. I really just think that she was like, this guy could be my Prince Charming. Right. Like, he looks like Prince Naveen. Um, is that his name? From yeah. Princess mm-hmm. and the Frog? Yeah. What, is that not okay? No. I- <laughs> Should we cut that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to remember who Prince Naveen is. <laughs> okay. I mean, Prince Naveen is handsome. Yeah, sure. I feel like he looks like him a little bit. <laughs> what? And Heather looks like a, a Disney princess. Well, um, I guess my thing is there's a thin line between naivete and entitlement in a lot of ways. And well, like, you're naive because your white privilege has allowed you to be naive. Sure. Well, and it's just like, I'm pretty and no one has ever questioned yeah, me. And yeah. And that's like, I shouldn't even say, I mean, I do think white privilege is part of it, but like, I'm a pretty blonde girl, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to come in here and say what right. I want. Like, it's like John Hamm in 30 Rock. Like, yes. Joe, why don't people just do whatever I want all the time? Yes. <laughs> That's how things worked at my Christian college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. in the bubble. Yeah. But that being said, when they were being so mean to her and she just immediately, like, she's not fighting back. I was just like, oh, come on, guys. Throw Heather a bone. She's never even kissed anyone except Colton, <laughs> and that doesn't count. Right. 
Let's all extend a little grace to Heather because she needs it. <laughs> She's the one who deserves it, not these other oh, women who have been boy. shit on all season. Yeah. Um, so the surprise yeah. for me came when Bree got one of the hometown rose, roses yeah. and not Piper. I know. I thought it was going to be Piper. Yeah, me too, especially since... Like, I don't know that much about Brie. Like, at least I know who Piper is. Well, I like Brie. I think that the only thing that, the only reason why I personally felt that way is because Piper's date was more um, recent. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Brie on the date. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, again, all this stupid shit has been going on. So now I feel like, man, Brie's date? That feels like a long time ago. Right. Well, that's what, what did they do? I don't even remember. Like, that's how long. They did that for... Four-wheeler. Oh, they were the four-wheeler. The okay. Wood-fired <clears throat> Oh, yeah, that was. A, that feels like eight months ago. Yeah, so much has changed. Yeah. Yeah, I was just much like Heather. I was more naive then. You were so naive. Yeah. You were in your beautiful person bubble. <laughs> Man, it's really shocking to get sucked out of that beautiful person bubble into what you normies experience. <laughs> you uggos. <laughs> yeah, so hometowns uh, yeah, are... Yeah, hometowns. Brie, Michelle, Rachel, and Serena P. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, a couple things real quick. The outtakes of Michelle doing push-ups, like amazing. Well, and that like, how many moments do they have where the contestants show actual personality that we're not getting to see? Right. So we get these forced, you know, confrontations that are unpleasant to watch. Like I would rather just see who some of these people are. Yep. Um, all right, real quick. So I uncharacteristically, because I always force this stuff upon the listener, I forgot to do our shout outs. Well, I I did not forget. I just okay. thought we would do it at the end okay. since we got sucked into that deep cut discussion. Right, on uh, on Harrison and uh, and Heather, all that yeah. and, and, uh, and Rachel. Yeah. Um, no, I meant to say Heather. Oh, okay. We had started talking about Heather. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Things go. Okay. Anyways, so we got some nice reviews. Uh, classy. Said good stuff. 10 out of 10 podcast. Uh, Allison said, so here's the thing about iTunes reviews, gang. The title of the review is new favorite pod when you referenced and then iTunes cuts off the rest of the title. So she loved some reference Aww, of ours. I, wonder what I don't was. know. <laughs> and I like Googled to find out if you could see. I don't know what it is. But she said, you guys go above and beyond and really speak my language. Thanks, Allison. Um, and then shout out to Nicole, who wanted us to shout out her town of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Oh. Yeah. Lake Charles. Lake not Charles. Not too far from old Shreveport. From the old S-port. The old Ratchet City. Um, all right. So we got hometowns next week. So we get to meet Rachel's infamous Republican parents. We'll see how this goes. We have to watch Harrison waltz around some more. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, cover the whole thing. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, gang. Are uh, we? Oh. oh, I was just saying. Are we not even going to pretend like we're going to do a Bachelor in the News segment later this week? We might. We might. We might. Let's pretend like we're not, and then it'll be a pleasant surprise instead of a disappointment if we don't get around to it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hey
These ones revolved around you Counting the footsteps Praying the floor won't fall through Again My mother accused me of losing my mind But I swore I was fine You paint me a blue sky And go back and turn it to is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.